Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and I am your host. What's good, Jason? And I'm Jason, because usually you fucking introduce me, but you don't feel like it tonight. I'm Jason, everybody. In case you don't know me, I am his co-host. Yeah. I'm hey, doing great, me, by the do way. Me, do me a favor. Talk closer into your mic. You're going like weird sounding again. Dude, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know. You sounded like you were in a hallway again. It's weird. I told you it's because of my room, dude. I need to put some uh, soundproof panels on. I, uh, like this, my office is bare, bro. What yeah. you see behind me is only a corner of my office. No, I, I get it. I get it. it. Just, it just like the it was. You weren't as loud as you were a few minutes ago, which I don't know. It might be a good thing with you. Fucking who knows? So yeah, how you doing, buddy? I'm I'm doing good, dude. Um, how are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm here. No, I don't. That's why I asked. How you doing? <laughs> We're here, man. It's been, well, dude. It's fucking these t-shirts, man. Been uh, mm. working on getting these yeah. these darn t-shirts figured out and getting yeah. uh, uh, everybody's invoices sent to them so we can start getting them printed, um, get them ready for um, all that stuff, dude. It's <laughs> remind yeah, me, it's remind me next time. Work. Remind me next time when I when I decide I want to do a t-shirt thing. Remind me about this. Just remind me about um, this. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll give you a reminder now because we do got one planned for SEMA. I know. We do got one planned for MTE 2024. So <laughs> you, you're booked, bro. You're, bro. you're booked. Maybe you can come up with an easy way to do it next time. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Um, all right, so let's get into it, man. The website. Right, let's do it. Podcast.com is going to have everything that you need to do anything you want with the podcast. It's got all the links where you can find us on social media. It's got the links to Apple. It's got the link to Spotify, make it easier for you to go and uh, listen to the um, episodes. Mm-hmm. We also have the preferred vendor page, which is a great yes. little page. Um, all of our awesome ad partners have been so generous to give us a code discount code so you guys can save a little mm-hmm. bit of money so mm-hmm. in turns you'll go spend some money with them you know and then they'll spend some money with us and then hopefully we give you the funny hashtag money money funny there we go baby <laughs> i get so excited for that hashtag man i really do <clears throat> walt dude that's <laughs> that's a rough Jesus. one brother <laughs> yo i'm gonna say right now like the memes are funny but they are. they're not even dead yet, and y'all are just counting them out. And I, I look, I get it, I, I totally do, but <laughs> fuck, dude, like, there's no chill, no chill. <laughs> All right, so back to the website, uh, the vendor page. Uh, please go spend some money with our vendors. Um, yes. we need them to spend money with us. Um, and then we yeah, also man. have the merch store. Um, I see Jerry's yeah. watching, so Jerry was, uh, Jerry went and grabbed himself a shirt and a hat the other week. So that should be, he should be getting that very soon. Um, so yeah, you can go get yourself some shirts, the the, the yeah. logo shirts, the Concaster shirt. Um, you can go and get uh, the, the embroidered hat. What's up, Josh? How you doing, buddy? Um, all that fun stuff, man. That's all over at the, uh, <clears throat> the old uh, website. Um, we are streaming live to YouTube and Facebook today, but YouTube, we stream um, every Wednesday and Friday when we do these. Uh, that is the Detail Solutions Podcast. That's our channel if you want to go and check it out. Um, if you hear us talking about something where we actually do a visual and you want to go see it or I don't know, whatever, um, go check us out there. Um, and please go like, share, follow, subscribe, hit that notification button, give us a five-star review. All that stuff helps us. Uh, just get in front of more people and getting in front of more people is what it's all about. We're at 94,700 and some change on the road to a hundred K. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Please just, I mean, if you've listened to them all, go back and listen to them again. Um, Just something. I learned something the other day. Do what? I said a lot of people like the old episodes. So yeah. Something I learned the other day, too, that uh, I'm curious to try is, um, so apparently if you go and download the catalog, then it gives us a listen for every single one versus you having to listen to it. You just download them. 
and you know how to listen to them. And then it gives us a listen. You're happy. I'm happy. Oh, We're all happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus so, Christ, y'all are all right. <clears throat> let's savages. do a. Let's get into this. Uh, so uh, we'll jump into savages. a commercial here, and then we'll. Uh, <laughs> And then we'll bring on our guest, uh, Mr. Joe Kimball. He had a really good topic that we were going to talk about. So we'll be right back. Yeah. Fiber has every pad you would need, including tire pads, towels, got them, windows, wheels, interiors, paint, the all new mint on the stick for hitting taller vehicles or the new bug sponge for fronts. And then we have the Dragon Wash Sponge Mitt. It's perfect for the two-bucket system, glides on the cars, easy, soft on the paint. Hey, don't forget, go watch us on YouTube, check out our channel, and in the barrel blade, it's perfect for getting in between those tight wheels, calipers. We also have the Dreadnought. It's the staple of all auto fiber towels. If you're not using it to dry, you're missing out. And in the new wheel paw, for getting those faces, getting in between folks, getting the lug nuts, all those hard to reach places. So go to autofiber.com. Make sure to use the code DSP at checkout. Hey, everybody. Rennie Doyle here, founder of the Detail Mafia and Detailing Success. You know, I love quotes, and this is one of my favorites. It's not enough to do your best. You must know what to do, then do your best. There's a lot more to detailing than just making paint shiny. To be successful, you need to be a well-rounded detailer and most importantly, an entrepreneur. At Detailing Success, I really take pride in that we will not only teach you the highest level detailing skills you need, but we will mentor and coach you to be a profitable business owner. Our advanced five-day training is held monthly at my hometown in the beautiful town, I may say, of Big Bear Lake, California. If you want to learn more, email me directly at rennie at detailingsuccess.com or visit detailingsuccess.com and ask about our special offer for our podcast listeners. Happy detailing, everybody. Take care. We'll see you next time. All right. We're back with Joe. What's up, buddy? Hey, how we doing, guys? Good, man. How you doing? Hello. You look different without your beard, man. You know, I'm trying to grow it back, but I think age caught up with me and it's just not i'm going bald everywhere <laughs> oh you poor soul <laughs> so listen um jason and i keep a uh a notepad full of of topics and so this week we were going through and we've got i feel we've got a lot of good topics um but oh, we, yeah, couldn't, for sure. we couldn't yeah we just couldn't think of the right people to bring them on and um, and unfortunately, or maybe not unfortunately, but I've kind of gotten to the point now where I don't want to just bring anybody on and kind of ruin a topic. I feel like we've we've done that in the past where maybe the guest just wasn't the best or maybe the topic wasn't a best fit for them or things like that. So um, so I went on the old uh, the discussion book of group. face. Yeah, the book of face, the, the discussion group today and threw out there, you know, hey, if somebody wanted to um, – you know, come on and if they had time and, and, and had an idea and, and Joe had a really good one. Joe talked about, you know, setting up a business and then being able to pass it down to um, your kids. Um, generational wealth is, is kind of one of those Lost. things that, you know, seem to be, used <coughs> to be, I think, a really big thing you know i think it's i think it's oh, yeah. mostly what this country was founded on right i mean you had all these oil tycoons and on and iron tycoons and all that stuff that you know rockefellers and those people that just it was passed down and passed down and passed down and passed down um and then i think you know kind of i think around like the baby baby boomerish you know um age you know that that kind of went away because it seemed like you know the kids wanted to uh who are the baby boomers? Those are the those are the ones that were born in the fifties and sixties. <clears throat> okay. um, so that's Joe then, right? No, because Joe's younger than that's me. you. No, I'm Gen X. Wait, say that again. Joe, don't let don't let me. the white hair fool you. Holy moly, guacamole! Yeah, yeah, I said the Joe, same thing. Joe, you're what, like forty seven? Forty seven. Yep. Yeah, and I'm 50, so Joe's three years younger than me. 
<laughs> you old fart. Um, but yeah, but it seems like to me, you know, it seems like you know that 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 those that generation, the kids, and even my generation, the kids kind of wanted to go on and and do their own thing, right? And mm-hmm. and I think now it's kind of coming back to where you know a lot of parents are trying to set stuff up for their kids to take over, you know, make it easier for them. Um, you know, and, and in detailing, it seems like a pretty big thing, obviously, Joe, you, you guys have Kimball's hands on detailing where, you know, the, all of your kids, but one works with you. Um, the, and the one's too good to work for you apparently or with you. Yeah, exactly. She's, yeah, she she's like, she... do detailing? yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I see some other people like that. I mean, I mean, you think about like uh, Steve Tompkins, you know, mm-hmm. um, with the detail, you know, his son being the detail kid, you know, um, kind of setting him up to probably when, you know, Steve's ready to bail out, you know, little Steve can take over. Um, if if he wants to, you know, things like that. So, so yeah, Joe, just jump into it. Let's talk about it. You tell me, you know, what, what you're, you know, was that, was that initially kind of why you wanted to start the shop or was it just something that kind of evolved? Well, so for the, you know, Joe for broke, years, Joe broke what's himself. That? I said, <laughs> Joe broke himself. That's why I need yeah. details. Yeah. I'm, I broke myself big time. No. um, So for the longest time, you know, Joey's always been, been a concern not and i maybe that comes up wrong but um you know i've always wanted something for joey to to be a part of but also i mean i'm not getting any younger and there's going to come a time where he's going to need to be taken care of so we we looked at many different options we looked at opening a diner open a coffee shop um you know many different things and then it was like well it's right here in front of us i mean we have fun we have fun detailing cars so we, we made that a business. And so initially it was always, it was always about Joey, you know, something, you know, creating wealth for him, creating an account that when the day comes, he's taken care of. Right. So, um, and it, it just worked out, you know, Cody, Cody's, you know, he looked, he loves Joey, he looks after him and it was just, it was just a perfect fit. No, that's awesome. Um, so, as far as, cause, cause again, we, I mean, we just talked, you know, you're getting old, I'm getting old, you know, there's only so much we can really kind of push through this. So what are you doing to kind of, you know, get them ready to take over so that when you're not there or not there as much, you know, or maybe you start becoming more front of office versus back of office or back of house, you know, whatever, um, like what are the types of things that you're kind of working with them now for, to get them set up? Well, so like uh, Cody and I, we do business, uh, business consultation with, uh, of course, Grant Menard, you know, helping us build the business up. Um, but it's about, it's about getting the training for the, for the kids to literally just take over where I can step out. Um, you know, when it comes to the finances and everything, I mean, that's what, that's what Cody went to college for. He's got his uh, bachelor's um yeah, bachelor's in uh, business administration and finance. So he okay. handles that part very well. Um, but for me, it's it's setting up the shop to be self-sufficient where I can't, when I do step out and Cody takes over the front office when Cherry and I decide to hit the road and retire, that um, it, again, it's a self-sufficient business where it kind of will run itself for them. Right. Yeah. And and it seems like you've been doing a pretty good job of of getting that set up for and putting putting the pieces in place because when you guys do have a pretty full staff, right? I mean, it's not like it's just you guys trying to run it. I mean, you do have other people that work for you. So if the day comes, you're you know you're you're out traveling, you know, or whatever, stepped out, and and Cody's got to be in the office. It doesn't matter because you guys have guys in the shop, right? And you even have like a receptionist or a, or an office person too, don't you? Or uh, yeah, so my wife is actually the office manager right now. She's running okay. that. Um, we're we're bringing in another person that's going to learn her position, where Sherry can start stepping out as well. Right. Nice. And you guys are are you guys still? 
um, moving to another location or opening a second location or something? Oh man, that's been the most stressful of all <laughs> things. So we, we want to uh, open an, a second location here in gig Harbor. And when I say a second location, we want, you know, something 20 to 30,000 square feet that will house everything that we're doing here. Um, again, we're not just, we're not just a detail shop. We're an accessory center. So we do lifts, wheels, tires, glass replacement i mean you name it we do it here um the idea that's always been the idea is is a one-stop shop you know right right i'm sure you deal with it when clients come in and they're like hey where can i get this done where can i get this done and i i've seen an opportunity it's like here yeah (laughs) we can do it here so no that's awesome because then that's just gonna set set the kids up even better once you kind of get that going because then that just becomes a bigger umbrella or or a bigger business for to create that that wealth for them exactly exactly no that's awesome man um so what (coughs) what type of things would you i guess kind of you know somebody's looking to you know somebody not you know like i said earlier not not necessarily me because um Haley's not gonna at least it's not gonna go work in the shop. <laughs> Maybe when she was younger, I might have had a chance, but now you can forget about it. Um, but for the people that are, you know, maybe not thinking about it or are thinking about it, like what kind of, um, I guess, like advice would you maybe give to, you know, the things that they need to look forward to or putting into place, especially if maybe, you know, it's somebody who's a little bit younger that has a younger kid and, you know, needs to, you know, make it another five or 10 years before their, their kid can start working in the shop, um, you know, or being at that point of being able to take over. Uh, First and foremost, um, the biggest thing, if you're thinking about working with family is uh, creating boundaries, creating roles and sticking to those roles. Um, that was something that we did not do. So uh, Cody and I butted heads quite often, um, and we still do at times. We butt heads because I'll say one thing and he'll say something else, and it's like, okay, wait, we have we have to set those boundaries. We have to set the roles. So Cody, you're in charge of um, the finances. You're in charge of this. Um, right now, I'm. I'm actually the shop floor manager, so I handle everything that happens out in the shop. Okay. And, and we need to keep, you know, that's the biggest thing because that's where that's where people will really start button heads is not having those boundaries, not having, you know, the the identified roles that you that are put in place. Right. And then especially if you're the type of person where um you know the kids are still living at home with you at that time. You know, depending on when, you know, if they're working, you know, high part-time high school or, you know, during the summers or whatever with you and then you're going home, you've got to be able to, you know, like you said, you've got to be able to have those boundaries where you can be like, okay, work's left at work, you know, whatever issues or arguments we had there, now we're home and it's, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. That, that, that also, that's a big one too is... And we still struggle. And, and listen, when you go home, work doesn't end. When you're the owner of the business, work continues 24-7. But that is also another thing is you have to create that family time. You have to know when to turn your phone off. You have to know when to not talk about work. Talk about the dog crap in the backyard. Talk about something besides work. Right. Um, that, that's also yeah. a huge how hard is that to do in this day and age of social media? I know you say put your phones down and everything like that and kind of, kind of, kind of exclude yourself. But like, let's say you see something online one one day and then you know you put your phone down and you're, you're at home. You're like, fuck, that still bothers me. So I'll tell you, it, it's it's super hard. But one of the things that um, that was never in place when I was a kid was when you sat down for dinner, you sat down as a family. Man, when, when I was a kid, it was you grabbed your food, you went to your room, you went to the living room, you went somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big stickler, and it does piss my kids off a lot, a lot of times. But when we have dinner, we sit down, those phones get put away. Now, when I say they get put away, they don't get left somewhere. They get turned upside down in the middle of the table and 
out <laughs> for dinner. Someone will grab their phone and start looking, and it's like, oh. I bet I bet it's you. I bet you're the first person that got. I'm gonna. I'll get Cody on. He'll tell us for sure. Oh, Cody. Well, because like, <laughs> like when you talk about today and stuff, like obviously, you guys work together. So like, kind of talking about that is is not trying not to talk about that. Is, seem to me would be a little difficult. It's a, it is extremely difficult. It, it and it's in that's an area that as for our family that we're still working on. That listen, we have to have the family time i mean as, as a lot of people may not know this but I mean, all my kids are still at home cody's 24 and he lives in the basement <laughs> not really the basement. <laughs> our, our, our our house that we bought actually has a downstairs apartment that that's his own space his own entrance everything yeah. so um but that but, ties into generational wealth so like yeah. the people who want to make fun of people who like oh cody still lives at home yes to a point but that's that's the the generational wealth that I feel today's generation is missing. Oh, they're they're totally missing it. Um, so, <clears throat> like Cody living at home, Cody. I mean, he's just he's a family kid. You know, he it's just who oh, he okay. is. Um, he he moved out one time. It lasted about five months, if that. And he's like, uh, "Can I come home?" And I was like, "Yeah." So, when we bought our house, um, one of the things that we did was all of our kids are actually on the on the deed they're on all the paperwork everything so when sherry and i do walk away um you know Allie, Allie's gonna she's gonna be off at college and you know she's very self-sufficient so who knows if she's gonna move home after college but um you know cody and joey it it'll leave them a place of their own that they're not gonna have to worry about where they're gonna live where they're gonna move mm -hmm. from. so right we, we set that up for them just for that reason no that's that's good that's good because you know again you're you're making it easier for them and and it's not like a kind of like a oh crap what do we do situation um i mean it's kind of so good no, that's, for that's today's good. day and age honestly like yeah. i think this way we are as a country is like as far as like you know how we are financially i guess like in the recession that we're going through pretty much like generational wealth is going to play a big key for for the future of our 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 country i think you know so like you know i really i, I commend you for for doing these kind of things joe because it's going to set cody up it's going to set joey up it's going to set ali up you know what i mean even though ali's going to be playing for the usa team at some fucking point <laughs> um you know it, it's very good to see and i and i hope when people watch or listen to this episode that you actually, you know, if you're a parent now and you have a kid, try to set that up. Or if you're, you know, soon to be parent, you know, look into something like this. Cause like, I know pretty like when we dive into our next part of what we want to talk about, like I want to talk about like how, how, what would you advise these people who are thinking about this? Like how to set it up financially, like how to, how to get everything in order or not uh, on that end, you know? Man, now you're really gonna throw me under the bus on this one. So, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. um, I'm still learning how to set all that up. Um, that's where you know, that's where like Cody with his financial background and his business background coming to to play. Um, I kind of got to step back a little bit back in you know when I was when I was a kid. Man, my parents didn't teach me about money. They didn't teach me about hard work. They didn't teach me, you know, I won't go into what they taught me. But anyway, um, you know, at, at 21, I, I had to file bankruptcy because I buried my ass. I mean, and at 21 years old, that kind of sucks. Uh, so, yeah. so with my kids, it's about teaching them about financial responsibility. Um, you know, one of the biggest things in life that's going to follow you you know, is, is your, your credit score, um, you know, taking care, taking care of your credit score. I mean, um, but, but setting them up again, I, I don't have all the answers of that. Cause that's something that honestly, I'm still learning. Well, you have, you, you have an accountant, I assume. Uh, we do have an accountant. He handles everything. He's the one that says what we can write off and what we can't write off. And, <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's a little different than than setting things up. I mean, like Chris is saying here, and Chris is kind of right with the with the trusts, um, and that's usually through an attorney because I know, 
you know, we're, we're kind of going through that a little bit now with, um, my, my parents being older, you know, they've got things set up in a trust. Um, we're trying to get Michelle's parents as they're older to, to put things in a trust because then what, what a trust does is, um, and, and Chris, if you know a little bit better than me, you might be able to chime in. Um, is it, is it helps prevent, you know, in the case of a passing, it helps prevent the, you know, everything going, you know, or the will or whatever going through a probate, um, court, you know, to where then the kids are having to wait months, year or whatever for it to go through a court system for a judge to say, okay, well, you know, now that all the creditors have been paid back, you know, this and that and whatever. And usually a trust, um, it, you, you kind of bypass all that and they, the kids are able to kind of get it, get it taken care of, you know, without it, without it going through a court system. And also too, typically with trusts, you can kind of, um, eliminate that, like sibling fighting or rivalry or whatever if one kid thinks that they deserve something over the other so that's um what you should probably look into as well um chris also <coughs> says uh you should look in look at annuity yeah, yeah that, is, um, that is that is actually so um talk about the trust and then we'll get into the, the annuity part um the trust is something that i'm actually learning a lot about right now um because my grandfather passed away two years ago no will uh -huh. nothing and so his, his property which we've been paying the property tax on and everything is just sitting there i mean at any time it right. could go away so i'm like with that i'm working right now on setting the property up in a trust which is you know that's costing quite a bit but where my kids, my cousins, their kids, you know, our whole family doesn't have to worry about what's going to happen with that property as, as it goes down the line. Um, when Chris talks about an annuity there, um, again, that's something that's new to me. And that's something that uh, uh, Grant has actually been talking a lot about and teaching us about um, is setting up an annuity for, for him. Uh, again, yeah. that's, no, that's good. So... No, that's good. Well, listen, since Chris is watching, let's jump into a commercial here. Chris, watch your new commercial that Jason uh, <laughs> I think made that's for special, you. but it's all right. Give, give some, I thought it was pretty nice. Oh, well, thank you. Um, and uh, we'll be right back. We'll talk some more stuff. Tell us about your little wheelie journey you had yesterday. How'd that go that on the Viper fun. chair? I stole this Viper chair. A lot of people hadn't played with one, so I quite like the fact that they got a shot. Nice. You know, a lot of guys were generally trying out going, huh, these things are cool. But it was good fun, especially on this floor. Like, this is a legit carpet and all the cables, it just rolls right over. Rolls and it's dried. Yeah, well done. It's a cool chair. I like it. How comfortable are you right now? Very. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think utilities should invest in a Viper chair? You know what? My name's Alan Medcraft, and I would say go buy Viper. Make sure to go to ViperIndustrial.com and at checkout, use the code DSP to save an additional $25 off your purchase. That's a stackable coupon, so whatever Viper's giving you off, get another $25 as well. You need a website, but you don't know where to start? Detailers Roadmap can help. Their websites are designed for detailers and have all the features you need to convert visitors into lifelong customers. It's easy to use, affordable, and they'll even write and design the website from start to finish. So accelerate your auto detailing business's growth and increase online visibility with Detailers Roadmap's bespoke digital marketing services. You'll rank high on search engines and increase PPF, ceramic coating, and tenting sales. Contact Detailers Roadmap today to schedule your free discovery call. And make sure that you tell them you heard about it here on the Detail Solutions Podcast to receive your discount. All right, and we're back. Hopefully you like that, Chris. I think it's I think Jason did a pretty pretty it's good okay. job with it. I'm I'm still an amateur, <laughs> but, you know. College don't start yeah, as long as baby. You did you did really good when you talk about the the PPF, the ceramic coating yeah. and the window tinting of like being able to put those little clips in there, you know, um right on. So yeah. 
Shut the hell up, Chris. You're such a dick. <laughs> so anyway, so so back to generational creating generational yeah, that all that fun that stuff. Thing. Um yeah, 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 for your kids. Um so by <laughs> <laughs> great. Um so yeah, so so what have I tried? Chris has got me all flustered here now. <laughs> this is <laughs> commenting on Jesus fuck dude. Is he, are you, hold on. I, 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 let me just ask him uh, real quick. Chris, are you, is Chris going to Seattle? So we can still talk. Chris, I know you're watching. Answer yeah, the question. Okay. <laughs> he might. He might not. Um, so what are some other things that, that you are kind of doing or maybe working on um, or, or, th- or things that maybe you would like to do um, – you know, with setting, setting the kids up with, with being able to take over the business and, and have that comfortability of not worrying about things that, you know, maybe people could look at. Again, the biggest thing is just, um, oh man, I just drew a blank. Jason's got me flustered now. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm sorry, man. You want me to turn turn my camera off? I know I, you know, I shaved my head for you tonight, man. See, I I should have, but no, um, yes, looks good, man. By the way, uh, it's a little, little fuzzy. Uh, the The biggest thing is just is is making sure that they have the training and the knowledge to to run every aspect, and um, just creating creating opportunities. Like for instance, you know, we added the you know with our business, we added on the transport division where we pick up and deliver cars and also transport them across the United States. You know. Um, that's something, an area that Cody has to learn as well. You know, I, I, I used to drive trucks, so I kind of understand a lot of that, but right. you know, he's going to have to understand that part. Um, with Joey, it's, it's creating, again, it's creating opportunities, creating things that he can do. I mean, listen, the kid is just because he's autistic doesn't mean he's dumb at all. That kid is one of the smartest right. kids out there, but it's creating, um, tasks that, for him that he can handle, um, you know, for instance, give him a set of wheels, man, he's going to be out there scrubbing him, um, drying, drying door jams. That's his job, man. If anybody jumps into dry door jams, he gets pissed off. He's like, that's my job. You know, <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to remember his famous line now with, uh, Cody, Cody would remember it, but it's kind of foul, which, you know, I get in trouble. There, you like, can be foul on this show, man. It's okay. <laughs> I just I have to remember exactly what it is now because I got put on the spot. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he'll listen to it later and then get bad that you that you messed oh, it up and didn't say it. Uh, right. He'll be he'll be sitting there. He's like, "What are you doing, you fucking ding dong?" You know, that's one of his <laughs> famous lines. And when it comes out, it's like, "All right, dude, back off and let Joey do his job." You know. <laughs> yeah. oh, shit. Nice. Well, and and the cool thing about it too is, you know, especially with this this whole idea of creating generational wealth or or setting your kids up is, you know, especially in a day and age like right now where the economy is so unstable, you don't know what's going to, you know, happen left or right. Um is, you know, if you've got a business that's that's been set up and has been around for years and is successful it's an easy walk on for them right versus you know let's say you were decided like well i'm shutting it down you know no more kembles you guys go you know and then they've got to go and start on their own you know but they can't use the same name to get people in kind of thing you know what i mean like like it just sets them up so much easier because you all together have built this business a successful, hopefully, you know, by the, by that time. And when they're ready to take it over, it's, it's just there. It's already, it's already going versus like we said, you know, with, with Holly or, or even with Haley probably going into different fields, you know, they're going to be probably working for somebody versus owning their own business you know, and it's going to be a little bit tougher for them. Definitely. Um, man, I just, I had it on the tip of my tongue what I was going to say, and I just forgot, but, uh, <laughs> you know, 
<clears throat> one of one of my one of my biggest struggles that I, I'm actually trying to I'm learning myself, but trying to teach Cody is is this all doesn't run because of one person. It's right. Uh, that's the other part is teaching teaching you know my family and and our kids that uh, it takes a village putting put people in place that can that can do the jobs for the longest time. I felt like for me, I felt like I had to run everything. I had to do the marketing. I had to run the office. I had to respond to the emails. I had to be out doing interiors. I had to be out doing the polishing. I felt like I had to do everything, but there came a point where it was like, I can't do everything because I'm going to kill myself. It's unhealthy. Right. So, um, you know, teaching them also, to put people in place, you know, for instance, like when we, we hired our marketing manager, you know, that took a big load off of my plate, Cody's plate, um, hiring an accountant took a huge load off of Cody and Sherry's plate, you know, cause they didn't you know it's areas that someone else can handle. Right. Um, do, do what, do what you can to build a business that serves a business, but put people in place that can, that can help you along the way. That means put your ego aside, motherfuckers. That you know what? That's <laughs> that's a whole nother episode right there. <laughs> but yes, that is honestly that's one of the biggest things is 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 the ego. You know, I, I just listen, I I felt like I I had to do everything because I was the only one that could do it. And I was the only one that could right. do it right. Yeah. Well, but I think that's that's with anything. I mean, Cody might think <laughs> he's the only one that can do you know, whatever the way, because, because he does it so much and he's used to doing it that he doesn't, you know, and, and the same for, you know, everybody else. That's where, that's where it's always hard for us to kind of like let go and let somebody else do it, you know, and it's, um, you know, and you see it a lot in, you know, it's a little bit different with what we're talking about, but you see it a lot in, in like management, right? Like management doesn't, like to train somebody to do their job because typically they're afraid that that person will take their job. But realistically, like the saying goes is you should be training people to take your job because not only does it make your job easier, make things easier for you, but it shows that you could probably be capable of moving higher up the chain. Right. So, so again, you should be training, you know, Cody, you know, to do the things that you do. So that way, when you do step away, he's there, he should be training the next person to do what he does. So that way, when he moves up, that person's there, you know, and kind of so on and so forth. That's uh, leadership definitely. 101. That's leadership 101, yeah. dude. Exactly. Uh, you, yeah. you, you train your people, you, you train your people to know two, two jobs ahead of your own. I mean, that was what we were right. taught in the military. It's like, you know, if you were E1, you know, that E5 job. You know what I'm saying? If you're E5, you know that EH job. So mm-hmm. that's like leadership 101. If you ain't teaching your your, your employees to be better than you, then but again, egos get in the way, exactly. and you don't and you don't want that person doing your job yeah. because then if, because then it's you, well they're going to do it better. Or what if they do it better than me? Right? Then I don't. Then I'm not going to. You know that client's not going to come back and ask for me to do the job, or mm-hmm. you know the 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 person who owns the business is going to be like, well, why do they need to keep me around kind of thing? Well, you know, for, for us, one of the, one of the biggest excuses we had for the longest time before we hired anybody and before we hired an accountant, marketing manager, things like that was um, we always felt that an outsider was not going to put in the same effort that we would, because it just, their name's not attached to anything. They, right. It was an eye opener when, you know, with our team, we have a very good team, you know, out here that they, this is their business as well. It's not just the Kimballs. They're, they're part of our family. It's their business as well. And they taught us that, Hey, it's okay to let the reins out, let somebody else take control of things. Um, you know, we were always worried about, you know, not if they're going to take our job. Um, well, that was one of them because what's, what's one of the famous things you see on social media with these guys Oh, they're going to, they're going to quit. Yeah. They're going to quit and steal all your clients, go down the road, steal your clients. Well, you know what? If they do that more power to them, because guess what? I screwed up and didn't keep that client. I screwed up and didn't keep that uh, member, that employee. So it's, it's about learning just to, to let the reins go 
And, you know, one of the things that we talk about is, I mean, look at like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, um, and forgive me the Tesla, I can't even think of his name, but Elon, yeah, Musk. Elon Musk, you know, look at those guys. They have more wealth than any of us, probably everybody combined on here. How often are they sitting in on meetings? How often are they in the planning process? How often are they doing things? They're probably not because they put the right people in place to handle those jobs for them. Right. And that's what, oh, absolutely. That's kind of what we need to do at a different, well, at kind of at the same level. Right. So let me ask you this, kind of going back to what you were saying earlier about, you know, putting the kids on the house and things like that. Do all of you own a percentage of the business? I mean, do you, do you guys have them? Like, does everybody have a share that, you know, so, <clears throat> you know, let's say for instance, you know, um, you and your wife decide you guys are ready to go off or whatever that, you know, you could either keep a percentage so that you're getting, you know, your, your payroll or whatever, still being paid while you guys are off retiring, or you could take that and say, you know, go to Cody and, and Joey and be like, Hey, you guys buy us out here, you know, and you guys own the business a hundred percent or on the flip side, somebody comes to you guys and says, Hey, we want to buy, Kimball's hands-on detailing, we're going to pay an insane amount of money. And in that way, everybody gets a fair share. So um, when when we first started, Cody owns own 50%. I own 50%. um, When, well, I shouldn't say I, Sherry and I own 50%. Uh, When Joey turned on his 18th birthday, we actually put him on and he now owns 30%. So it's Cody's 50 Joey's 30, we're 20. Um, Allie, of course, she just recently turned 18, but so she wasn't really on anything. But we, we kind of have it set up, um, and we're, you know, again, we're not there. We'll get there at some point in time where um, when Sherry and I decide to walk away, it, we're just going to hand it off to the kids and be like, here, this is yours. Right. So. No, that's, that's pretty good. No, the only reason why I ask is because, I mean, I, I kind of dealt with that a little bit with, you know, my time in the car wash. Not that I ever saw any money out of it, but <clears throat> my, you know, my owners that, that I worked for when they were bought out by the bigger chains, um, you know, he was smart enough that, you know, when 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 his son was born, you know, I think by like the age of five, his son, he put his, (coughs) listed his son as one of the owners of the car wash. I think he had like a small, like 3%, 4%, 5% stake or something like that. But because of that, every time profit shares came out at the end of the year, he had extra money going towards his son that um, went into like a bank account or a savings account or college fund or something like that. Well, when they sold the car wash, because his son had that still had that small percentage his son got you know a pretty big chunk of money to go you know obviously towards his college fund or something like that because i think the i think he was like 18 or 19 by that time um but that's just what made me think of it is because that owner did that um one of the owners the other owners that i worked for he had a couple of kids um and it was kind of the same thing like when they sold the car wash you know like everybody got paid out and then he went and opened some more. And then a few years ago, he had passed away. And well, now his kids, because they had ownership in the business, his kids took it over because there was somebody else that was wanting to try and buy it since he had passed away. And the kids were like, you know, no, they had they had simplified the formula down to like what most car washes car washes are now, where it's just, you know, um, uh, really no employees, you know, it's just self-serve, you know, you drive, drive through the tunnel wash, you free vax and, and all that stuff. So, you know, now it's a bigger, (coughs) like, why would we sell this? You know, (laughs) like it's, it's that generational wealth. Like we could live off of this, these, I think they had like two or three. They're like, we could live off of these, you know, till the end of time. So, that's, so that's, that's what I'm asking if you guys had it set up that way. Uh, yeah, more or less. Yeah, um, we learned that from the Campbells. The Campbells own um, Classy Chassis Car Wash, which is all um, drive-through and self-serve car washes. Uh, they actually are our leaseholder here for our building. Okay. Uh, 
but they they have everything set up there as well with so if something happened to Lisa and Corey then Colin is Colin and his brother boom they're set up to take over everything let me ask you this because I know you um (coughs) post about it a lot and you've talked about it on here have you guys ever had any thoughts or or concerns of of buying that little car wash in front of you guys and and utilizing that as as a as a way to make income without doing much because again that's if i remember correctly it's it is a it is a a do-it-yourself like like stalls where you go in and you put the money in the machine and you power wash it and brush it and all that stuff so the way the way it's set up we have we have the detail shop here and then of course in front of us is the self-serve car wash right directly across the street which is also part of this property is the drive-through car wash um and the oil center oh okay okay and and um the original the original owner um he's actually more of a real estate guy he owns this big strip mall right across the street from us but he wasn't a car wash guy and he had approached us at one time and said hey are you interested in buying this and at first it was kind of intriguing but then after a while I realize there's no way in hell I want to own that because we deal with we we deal with the homeless and the the, yeah. the meth addicts and stuff breaking into everything and constantly <laughs> destroying the machines, and we know that because with us being basically attached to the self serve car wash, we get the brunt of everybody's anger when something's broke. They come over right, and yell. Yeah. Even with the big old freaking four by four signs in front that say (laughs) we do not run the car wash. I mean, people will come over and they lose their shit on us, and it's like, you know. um, So I I don't think I would ever want to to own a self serve car wash like that. Yeah, I I don't. I was just I was just curious because I I do know that they are cash cows, um, because they're they're very low maintenance. Bruno, your mic's turned off again. We can't hear you. Um. There's super low maintenance for the most part as far as oh, there you are. Um, you know, I mean, you're just fixing machinery or whatever and chemicals, but usually um, most of those don't have like a maintenance guy or whatever, you know, that, that works uh, eight to five or eight to six, whatever time the car washes open, cleans up around, make sure everything's working right and that stuff. But other than that, from what I understand, they're, they are money making machines. So that's, that's why I was, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why go collect the coins and yeah, make sure, make sure yeah. that everything's uh, filled. And I want to buy a laundromat. Yeah, like, yeah. That's my, I literally just want to buy a laundromat, dude. Do they still exist? Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. At least in Tampa, they do. Yeah. We've, we've got a few over here too. Um, yeah, I mean, if you get the right place, dude, those are like vending machines. Yeah, I saw some some guy the other day. Yeah, the other day talking about ATMs. You only need like five five to seven grand to to, to set up an ATM machine, and then you just, you know, you get you get all that you, whatever percentage you set it up, and most of them are like three percent or four percent or something like mm-hmm. that, and off of off of everything, and you just yeah raking in, you get a few of those going. So, yeah. It's always good stuff, but yeah, I, that's I was just. Look at Joe, his, his mind is going. He's like, "Yo, I can get an ATM." I know, I know. He's like, "He's like, shit, maybe now we should buy that car wash." <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's like, "He's like, fuck this. I'll let Cody and Joey deal with this shit. I'll just go collect coins out of the car wash every day. Go the car wash. Roll, roll up in my rolls and collect my quarters and go to the bank. <laughs> flick, flick off jo- Joey and Cody on the way out." <laughs> Uh, pay for the hookers and blow with coins. There we yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which uh, I don't. I don't. I don't partake in. Just so everybody knows. I mean, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut that out. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's live. I'm already screwed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. I was just gonna cut out the. You don't take. You don't partake in that part. We'll leave. We'll oh. leave in the hookers. And blow. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's let's jump into our last commercial break. And we'll come back and wrap this up. Be right back. New joint. If you have not yet tried Oberk's new APS soap, now is your chance to receive 15% off by using coupon code DSP, all capital letters. Oberk's new all-purpose soap is perfect for all your exterior washing needs. This unique formula combines plant-based cleaning power that is effective and versatile. Whether you are mobile washing 
or maintaining a ceramic-coated vehicle, APS soap works quickly and rinses easily. This super-concentrated formula can also be used on really tough bugs and is very effective in dirty door jams. To find out more, please visit oberkarkare.com. Attention detail shop owners, say goodbye to the hassle of multiple orders from all different suppliers. Car Supplies Warehouse is here to revolutionize your shopping experience. We have created a comprehensive online platform where you can find everything you need all in one place. We are constantly expanding our product range, adding new supplies, tools, and equipment. Our goal is to make Car Supplies Warehouse your ultimate one-stop shopping destination. And we don't just stop at providing top quality products. We understand that knowledge is crucial for running a successful business. This is why we offer over 100 online videos specifically tailored to educate and empower businesses like yours. So grow your skills and run a successful business with our online training courses. We take our commitment to education even further by providing in-person training classes. Our expert instructors will guide you through hands-on sessions, sharing their wealth of knowledge and helping you take your shop to new heights. We also have an awesome discount program that ties everything together really nice. Enjoy exclusive benefits and saving as a Car Supplies Warehouse member. Join DetailWise Pro under the Save and Learn tab on our website website, carsuppliesWarehouse.com, and experience the advantages firsthand. And for a limited time only, we are offering a special deal just for Detail Solutions podcast listeners. Sign up for DetailWise Pro using code PRO30, and you're going to enjoy 30 days of free access and free discounts. There's no obligation. You can cancel anytime. So come discover what you've been missing. There you go. It's an awesome commercial. Another one. <laughs> did Jason favorite. make that one? Yeah. Do what? I said, did yeah. Jason make that yeah. one? Jason Bruno made that one. Not Honorness. Yeah, I, I made that. Yeah. You want to call him? <laughs> yes, I do. That's yeah. why I'm going to college. <laughs> going to college, man. All right. I commend you on that one. I tried that for uh, one summer, one quarter, and I was like, oh, hell no. I spent an extra year in high school, and I wasn't going to do any more of this crap again. So. <laughs> the government's like throwing three thousand dollars at me a month while I'm in school, so I'm going to go to school. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the good thing. If 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 you weren't getting the GI Bill, I'd be like, dude, oh, save your dude. money and just just go start Learn it myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll just start applying at places and let them teach mm-hmm. you. Oh yeah, dude. I I said to my wife, I was like, if the government wasn't paying me to go to school, I wouldn't be going to school. Yeah, exactly. All right, Joe. So I think uh, I think I think this was a, a good topic, man. I, I'm glad you um, I'm glad you suggested it. Hopefully we hopefully we did well with it. I think we had some good some good talking points. Um, I think well, there's I, some good, good things to learn. I'll tell you one of the other one of the other biggest things uh, that kind of was going through my mind as we were talking here is um, the other thing is, is in a family business use it as life experiences for your kids don't don't shelter them or your family for instance yeah. um, I'll, I'll just throw this one thing out here and I'll try to word this properly not to piss anybody off or offend anybody but mm-hmm. some people know uh, you know as the big you know we, we always hear the famous line and I think even Rennie, Rennie has said it to me he's like you know the bigger you get in the industry or anything the bigger that target on your back gets mm-hmm um, there was there was, you know, recently where I was publicly <laughs> attacked about certain things. And, um, you know, I'm an open book. I don't hide anything. My kids know everything. But I was able to use that as a learning experience and a teaching experience. For, um, I'm going to use Allie, for instance. You know, uh, I mean, you guys follow my social media. That kid has yeah. been in the papers. I mean, every time you turn around, there was a write up. Um, and the hard part, even as a parent, was sitting back watching her get publicly attacked by people you know parents that were pissed off because their kid was overlooked for an award or whatever it was you know whatever it may be but the good part was um you know with Allie at her age watching what I had gone through she looks at that shit now and just she just laughs yeah she's like it it, it doesn't mean anything and so uh, you know that's that would be one of my biggest other one of my biggest pieces of advice as well is, is use it as an, a learning and a teaching experience with your kids. 
Yeah, especially if you don't get worked up and heated over it and lose your cool, then then she'll know that, you know, it's just words. You know, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, no, that's good, man. Um, I got nothing else. I think uh, this was a fun topic. It was. Um, I'm. I'm like I said. I'm glad you brought it up because <clears throat> when I talked to you earlier today, it's not something that I think. I would have thought about, you know, um, and, and that's, that's what's so cool about, you know, sometimes when you get, you know, a little bit of, of a, of a block or you're not sure what to do. And, you know, that's what I love about the discussion group so much is that I can go on and be like, Hey, you know, we're, you know, we have topics, but we can't think of good guests or we have good guests, but we can't think of topics that fit them. And, you know, again, I don't want to just, throw something out to throw something out. So I'd rather, you know, you know, ask. Rally the troops. Right, exactly. So, you know, you, you definitely um, came with, I think a great, a great one. Um, I also talked to um, Sarah Mitchell um, Mm -hmm. because she messaged or she said, you know, what are your topics? And so I didn't want to, I didn't want to throw all my topics out there for everybody to see. So, like I sent her, I sent her a couple of the ones that, you know, are ones that that I think are pretty good, but you know, we're just struggling to find people. And and she's like, hey, you know, like I, I do this on this one, you know, blah 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 blah. And I said, well, that's that's great. Like, let's you know figure out a time and let's have you on for that one. So, you know, that then that helps out too. So I, I really appreciate the the group, you know, for when we go to it for help and you guys you, you guys come through and. Joe, th- Joe, you came through great today, so I appreciate that, man. Thank you, and, and I'll tell you, if you can, when you get Sarah on, Sarah and Chris, you know, we we uh, we actually talk quite often. Mm-hmm. They've, they've been a crutch for me, and vice versa. Sarah is a wealth of knowledge in different areas. It'd be it'd be amazing to see her on as well. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to, to talk to her because um, <clears throat> the um, topic that she picked, I think, is a really good one. Um, um but we, we just have to. F- figure out it, it'll be sometime in july but we've we've also you know have the the thing in seattle one week so we'll we actually fly out on that wednesday so we won't be the, the 12th so we won't be doing an episode we won't be doing a podcast that that day um you still picking and, us up big guy what's that oh yeah you still picking us up big guy oh yeah yeah oh um, yeah i'll pick, pick red you up. carpet type shit Dude, I'm picking your ass up in the F450. You're gonna get a true Washington experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, that looks some pretty big stars. I mean, we. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't think that I don't think the drivers in Washington are anything compared to the drivers in Florida because y'all are pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, we yeah. ain't crazy. We're just stupid. Yeah. Freaking Carrera driving down the road, staring at a, his phone, texting and doing like 90 miles an hour with a trailer on the back. It's like. Yeah, I don't feel safe when I drive with him, man. Ever. Florida be Florida be Florida. That's all I got to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I get in the car with him, and it's like <laughs> just no, cover me. Yeah, no. So I think I think it'll be fun. I, I'm I'm excited to come out there and see you guys. Um, just keep us around. away, dude. I heard there was a mass shooting recently, or like a shooting Where? in Seattle recently. Um, oh, dude, there's one every day ago. Yeah, but really? that's, that's, that's everywhere, dude. I'm pretty Maybe sure Tampa's got some popping no. off right now. Where, where, are you, where are you guys staying at? Um, so we're staying at the I don't know wherever Rennie, wherever the mafia is staying. I think it's the Double Tree or the Garden. I don't know some Hilton. Hilton. You guys, you guys are staying in Tuckwilla, which. Yeah. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Poor Keith, man. He had his he had his truck broke into last year, and they stole some guns and everything. And what? Uh, Chris got to stay in like that? No, nah, it's, it's 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 not that bad. I trust me, it's not that bad at all. I think you guys are gonna have a good time, Alex. Alex, we're gonna have to bring out Louisville's man. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, we're 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 only there. I mean, so we fly on we fly in that Wednesday morning. We're there for Wednesday night for the dinner. We're there Thursday for the for the event, and then we fly out Friday eight a.m. So 
Uh, we ain't gonna it, be there long. We ain't gonna be there long enough for anything. Uh, is this the first time you guys been up here? Yeah. 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 It's nice. You guys, will, you guys will have a good time. You're only staying for a couple days. Well, yeah, because that's that's all that's all it is. That's that's all we were invited for. You know the <laughs> the show and the show and pony deal was was oh, yeah. just those, was just those just two days. just long enough to take our cool wing picks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all I want, man. I just want to be on the wing. <laughs> My picture I'll on the wing. push you off of it before the fucking camera goes off. <laughs> you should. Fucking catch you, man. There. Should. Oh, oh man. All right, Joe. We'll let you go and have something to eat because it's probably dinner time out there. I'm getting yeah, close to it. dinner. Yeah. So go have some dinner. Tell everybody we said hey, and then uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks, buddy. Right on, mm-hmm. guys. I appreciate you guys. No problem, buddy. Take care, yeah. man. Oh, bye-bye. All right, man. So creating gen- generational wealth for your kids. Um, I think that's I think that's a good one, man. Well, I mean, I, I love the thought of generational wealth. I mean, with me and Ashley inheriting, not inheriting, but buying at a good price, the house that we have, it's a great grandmother's. I want to keep this yeah. in our family, too, and just keep passing it down to our kids and, you know. This house has been in the family for almost 100 years, so it's only right to oh, just wow. keep it going. No wonder why you found that. That that $20 bill you found was probably from the yeah. sale of the house. Duh. So I, <laughs> someone told me it was from 1906. So I was wrong on the 1800 part, but it's still 19, okay. 1906. That's that's still over 100 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's a lot of shit. Um, all right, man. I, I ain't got nothing else. Um, well, I, I, I since okay. since... Um, Haley's like, you know, not going to detail on that. And, you know, do you think that you might ever build a, oh no, that's, you, you'll never do that. You want to fucking drop somewhere else anyway. So it's a dumb question to even ask. What are you talking What? Wait, I was going to say, would you, would you ever consider building your business to the point where you have people running it for you and it just generates the money on its own? And then no. you pass like the business to somebody in your family. <clears throat> no, Excuse I'm me. Trying, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to quit and go work. For I know. I just said that. I answered my own question. You just yeah. want to get a job somewhere and fucking yeah. say bye. Right, if anybody wants to hire me, um, it's it's too <laughs> Yo, hot. Alex Russell's ass is for sale. Everybody, it's, it's too hot. Let the bidding begin. I don't. I don't want to work in the heat anymore. I want to work <laughs> in a. I just want to sit in air conditioning out. Listen, you you fly me wherever. I'll train no, people. You just, on, I'll, I'll train people on rockers. Yeah, we'll make you yeah. a shirt, man. I'm for hire. Yeah, I should. And just wear it. With SEMA, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and put like know. put your resume on the back. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> put the podcast, my my shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only <laughs> fans. I probably get paid to stay off of Only fans. <laughs> I get paid to stay off of Only fans. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, um, no, man, you know, I don't even want to grow it to the point to, to hand it off to somebody else. Um, I just don't want to deal with that, that headache of, you know, it's, and for me, it's not even the worry of hiring somebody and training them and then them, you know, leaving and stealing all my clients. It's not even that for me, it's, it's more of the hiring somebody moving into a bigger facility with um, more overhead because I would need to, right? <clears throat> because you've been in my shop. We can only work on one car at a time. And right. and realistically, there's no need in hiring an employee if I'm just going to work on one car at a time. No, um, so it would mean I would have to move into a bigger location, which would right. mean more overhead. Um, it would mean hiring somebody, which again would mean more overhead. Sure, I could bring in more business to hopefully cover that overhead but my thing and it's just because it's it's something that i've always dealt with in the car wash industry and when i first started my business is it's you know having to deal with you know that phone call in the morning when somebody's like hey i'm sick or hey my kid's sick i gotta take them to the hospital and now there's two jobs there and there's just alex right um and, and, you know, it happens, you know, um, but I just don't want to deal with that. And I don't want to, 
I don't want to deal with that to a point to try and build it to be something that then, you know, I'm not going to be like Joe and hand down to Haley and let her run it. Like, you know, then I'd have to sell it off, you know? And again, we talked about this when we talked with, with Alan, you know, what is your business really worth? And, you know, a lot of times, you know, I think detailers think that their business is worth a lot more than, than they think. You know, right. Then they're really going to get for it. What am I going to do? I'm going to grow, grow it to be a, you know, 250, 500, you know, get really lucky and grow it to a million dollar business or something like that. But, you know, what am I realistically going to sell it for, you know? Um, and then the headache and the hassle of having to grow it that big to be able to sell it for something of, st of substance. Right. So no, I'm just going to wait for somebody to hire me and I'm just going to shut doors down. M maybe do, maybe do one or two coatings a month or something like that. I don't know on, on the side or whatever, just to, just to keep with it. And, and I'll do it that way. So. Sounds like a plan, Stan. All right. Well, listen, everybody, we appreciate you listening. Get us to that hundred um go like share follow subscribe hit the notification button write us a review we appreciate it and um yeah have a great day night see you next week week whatever whenever you listen to this take care bye bye